Avoid crowded aisles. Stay six feet away from everyone at all times. Do not let your mind wander. Do not touch your face. Do not forget to wipe your credit card down with sanitary wipes. Got him. Are you sure you're up for this? I usually do all the quarantine shopping. I know where everything is. I can get in and out. Just give me the list. Cross everything off. You're not the only one who wants to get out of the house. There's good news for anyone who is starting to worry that they'd run out of things to watch. The entertainment industry is adapting in all kinds of creative ways to these unprecedented times. For example, the Freeform limited series Love in the Time of Corona was filmed remotely using things like robotic cameras in the actors' homes. That's the show you just heard a clip from. Other shows are using mannequins on set and creating bubbles for the cast. My colleague, CNN senior writer for entertainment, Lisa Respers France, is joining us today to talk about how the pandemic has changed, even challenged, maybe even inspired the fall TV season. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Coronavirus, Fact versus Fiction. You know, the world sort of changed, obviously, significantly middle of March. Uh, And that means a lot of TV productions just sort of halted at that time. People didn't know probably how long it was going to last, uh, what they were going to do with the rest of their seasons. So, So are things starting back up again, or are we going to run out of things to watch soon? As long as you have Netflix, you will never run out of things to watch. As long as you have HBO Max, which you should be watching, you'll never (laughs) run out of content. You know, we did have a lot of pausing in production, but things are starting to pick back up. But whereas it used to be September was the big start of our fall TV season, now everything's getting pushed back to October and November, especially when it comes to scripted shows. You have reality shows, of course, that are coming back. Dancing with the Stars is coming back September 14th, but it has to be completely revamped. There'll no longer be a studio audience. They're redesigning the ballroom. The judges are going to be at a socially distant table. So Hollywood is just like the rest of us. And then they are also grappling with this new reality that we're living in and trying to be as creative as possible. It affects things that you never even would have thought about, like, do we get rid of paper scripts? Because it used to be you would hand the script around. You don't want to do that anymore. Writers have to deal with things like, We can't write a scene where we have people shaking hands. You can't write a crowd scene. You have to really keep it small and tight. Soap operas, instead of having, you know, the torrid love scenes they usually have with two actors, they've been incorporating things like blow-up dolls, which the internet (laughs) is having a lot of fun with when they catch it. and Or they use the actors' real-life romantic partners to come in and sub. Um, because the number one thing is they want to keep people safe because the catch-22 is you want to get back to work, but if you get back to work and somebody gets sick, then you have to then shut production down again. So they're really trying to do as much on the front end as possible to make sure that people stay safe so that people can keep working. You know, I um, I followed along Tyler Perry's bubble that he sort of created, and it was it was quite intricate. I mean, he had a a thirty page plan. It involved testing people in their hometowns, testing people once again when they arrived in Atlanta, quarantining people for two weeks, and then once you entered the bubble, you really couldn't leave. It was expensive. I think he told me it cost close to eighteen million dollars to do that. Is that going to be what is required in order to shoot these television shows? 
I talked to one of the actresses on his show, Sisters, and she said not only was he incredibly supportive, but he made sure that people knew to police each other. If I'm your co-star and I see you pull your mask down below your nose, I'm like, nope, get that mask back up. He really drilled into people that we have got to keep people safe and keep people healthy. So lots of Hollywood productions are looking to Tyler Perry as a model, but what you brought up is a big, big problem for them. The cost. It's so expensive to be consistently testing people to make sure that no one has the virus. And then, like I said, if someone tests positive, as we just had on the set of Batman, Robert Pattinson, the star, tested positive for coronavirus. That's huge. So you have to shut down production. There's no way you can work around, you know, the star being positive. Hollywood is all about the green. It's about money. And you're right. If you if you if you analyze these decisions, uh, whether it be Hollywood, whether it be sports, whether it be schools, many businesses, many sectors of our society, if you follow the money, you you will see obviously and maybe understandably that does factor into a, a big part of the decision making. And they'll even do things like have mannequin dolls on sets, huh? Yeah. That- <laughs> Absolutely. Can you do? Do you know of a show? Because I want to. I want to go find the show. And I want to look for the mannequins. Do you? Ha- you should have a mannequin watch on your Twitter or something. <laughs> watch soap operas. Soap operas are using bold and the beautifuls. They're using blow up dolls. Really? Will um, I be able to it, tell that it's a blow up doll? Will I see the absolutely latex? Absolutely, you will. <laughs> absolutely, you'll be able to tell. It's 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 weird, and I, I gotta think it's weird for the actor too. Oh you know, God. your first love scene with a mannequin. I mean, you know, like how strange is that to be kissing latex? And you have some shows that are like very sexy. shows shows. I mean, I'm sure it's fun trying, but I don't think you can really do it. It's funny. I interviewed Issa Rae, who has um, one of my favorite shows um, on TV, Insecure. And I asked her if she was planning on incorporating COVID in um, to her show next season. She said, absolutely not. And then she went on uh, Twitter recently and said she's so looking forward, you know, very sarcastically to making love to a doll. Um, But interestingly enough, she's going to be in uh, Coastal Elites, which is about COVID. So, you know, she doesn't want it on her own show, but she has apparently taken a role on uh, <laughs> a series that will be dealing with it. So, so yeah, but you should definitely be on the lookout for those make-out dolls, as I'm calling oh. them. It's so weird. <laughs> so weird. So weird. And yeah, look, if nothing else good comes out of this whole COVID thing, I got to sit here and talk about latex blow-up dolls with you, Lisa, for this Who'da podcast. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Thunk it? <laughs> And and I think um, Grey's Anatomy is also planning on incorporating the coronavirus storyline into one of the plots. And I'm just curious, what do you think of that? I mean, do do you think it's it's too soon or it's too on the nose to do that right now? No, I think it's expected from a Grey's Anatomy, which is set in the hospital, of course. Another show that's also set in the hospital, The Good Doctor, they're also planning on having a storyline. Um, I love that we're going to get it from shows that you wouldn't expect, like Shameless on Showtime or This Is Us. Um, you know, there are other shows that are saying, you know, we we want to have this reflect what's actually happening to our audience. And it also, you got to think it's going to make for some really dramatic writing and dramatic scenes and some, you know, acting that, that probably will be Emmy worthy. Um, because what we're living right now is so incredibly stressful, so hard and so different that it actually is really ripe fodder when you think about what TV is doing. Even though TV is the land of make-believe, the reason why it appeals to us so much, especially those shows that are most realistic that you can relate to. 
We had a show called Love and Time Corona, which was a limited series on Freeform. And that they took the actors, had them be quarantined at home as they were, gave them cameras, and they did a limited series. We have more projects like that that are coming. Um, Netflix has one um, called Social Distance from the creator of Orange is the New Black which is going to look at how we live our life in the time of COVID-19. HBO has one uh, called Coastal Elites, which is going to be about a group of characters living in Los Angeles and living in New York. And again, how are they continuing to function? How do you go about having the love life? How do you continue working? All the things that we in general public and we as, you know, civilians, as folks in Hollywood like to call us, our real lives. Because Hollywood really is a microcosm of the rest of the world. You know, I I've watched the um the the sort of challenge with with sports as well, both college sports and professional sports, and you know it struck me as I talked to some of the players um, at both levels that there's legitimate fear uh, from some of the players. Look, I, I I just don't want to get infected. I'm worried about taking the virus home potentially to my family. Are you seeing the same thing in Hollywood? I recently did a story about Lily Reinhardt, who stars as Betty Cooper on Riverdale, and she's not happy about the fact that she's going to have to be quarantined in Canada while they finish filming her season because her season was interrupted but because of the pandemic. Uh, she said, it, you know, it just was unfortunate to her that she is going to have to miss Thanksgiving with her family and have to be away from her family so long. I think people really want to work, but it also is a bit of an inconvenience when you have to pick up your life and stay somewhere like like Tyler Perry's cast and crew did. The people who are suffering the most are the people who are like background actors and extras. They're not going to get work because if your goal is to keep everybody healthy, you also have to keep your set really small. Yeah, it's 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 going to be really interesting. We're we're seeing, you know, the differences because of the pandemic. And at the same time, we have these massive protests that have been happening, the activism in response to uh, racial injustice. Are those conversations happening uh, in the entertainment industry as well? Are they affecting storylines of the fall TV season? Oh, absolutely. And what you're also seeing is Ava DuVernay, who, of course, is a famed director, writer, producer. She said that if you're Black and you ever picked up a camera, Hollywood is ringing your phone off the hook because everybody wants to be out front and say, look, you know, we're buying into diversity. Uh, You have some actors like Kristen Bell, who voiced a, a biracial character, and she stepped down from that role. She said, it's not right for me as a white person. I have that privilege to voice this character. This should go to an actor of color. Um, you're seeing a lot more of that. It's an exciting time for creators of color in Hollywood right now because people want to see projects not just for and about people of color, but done by people of color. Halloween season is going to be blacker than it's ever been. There are tons of horror movies coming out starring black people, written by black people and directed by black people. So whereas before all we had was Jordan Peele giving us that type of content, you're going to see much more of that in 2020. And so people are thrilled about it. Uh, but like you said, I'm, I'm anxious to see if that lasts. Uh, because racism has always been around. Um, but now it seems like being Black is the new Black. 
Um, and I feel like eventually people are going to get fatigued, especially if it's not something that you have to deal with. Um, and so it just, you know, we, we keep waiting, we keep waiting. Fingers crossed that this time may actually be different because the world has had to slow down because of the pandemic. And it's made people much more thoughtful, I think. Yeah, I, I really feel like the conversations around this are more thoughtful. When, when Chadwick Boseman um, died, first of all, that shocked me. I had no idea. I mean, the director of Black Panther had no idea and worked closely with him. I saw him. I saw how thin he was. I saw social media's reaction to how thin he was. I wanted to believe he was doing it for a role. You know, you don't automatically want to go to the fact that somebody's sick. But he was such an incredibly private man mm. um, and very thoughtful in his roles. And his death meant so much because he literally was a superhero. There was such widespread and, and I think, really um, significant grief and mourning. Everyone was talking about it. And, and I guess, like you said, under, understandably, I mean, he's 43 years old. He's a, he's a superhero and all that. But I, but I also, I don't know, it felt like there was this venting of, of grief as well, maybe in response to everything that was going on. I'm just wondering, what, what did you think? It's absolutely different period right now during the time of COVID because grief hits you differently when you're going through something. Think about the fact that we all are grappling with our own mortality. You don't want to get sick because you don't want to die. You know, they're, they're, you know, even young people are now starting to realize that, you know, just because I'm young and healthy doesn't mean that this thing can't take me out. And we have a very weird relationship with celebrities because we feel like we know them because we've seen them so much. We listen to their music. We watch their movies. They come into our homes every week in the TV shows that we watch. And so we feel this very intimate relationship with them. But we also look at them. They're very aspirational. You know, they're wealthy and they're famous and they're, they're everywhere. They're good looking people. So if those people can die. What does it say about us and our lives? And for me, it started with the death of Kobe Bryant. You know, it's like, how, how could Kobe Bryant be dead? You know, Kobe, just like Chadwick Boseman, these weren't just men. They were forces of nature. And so how could these people have left us? And so the, you, you grieve differently when, it, when it's something like that, you know, because it, it hurts on, on a level that some people can't even really explain. I've had so many people say to me, I don't know why I'm crying like this. I mean, I didn't even really know, you know, fill in the blank of the name of the celebrity. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. You feel like you know these people. Sometimes they feel closer to us than even our own family members and friends, weirdly. It's, it's good to see your face, even if it's virtual. I, I uh, always enjoy seeing you, enjoy hearing your, your reports. And, uh, and thank you very much for spending some time with us today. Thank you. You look great. And thank you so much for all the work you're doing. If you have questions, please record them as a voice memo and email them to asksanjay at cnn.com. We might even include them on the next podcast. We'll be back Monday. Thanks for listening. Coronavirus Fact vs. Fiction is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer. Felicia Patinkin is the senior producer along with Amanda Seeley and Nadia Kunang from CNN Health. Raj Makija is the senior manager of production operations. This week's episodes were produced by Anne Lagamayo, Emily Liu, Aaron Mathewson, Evan Chung, Madeline Thompson, Rachel Cohn, Zach St. Louis, and Zoe Saunders. 
with additional help from Mallory Simon. Nathan Miller is our engineer, and David Toledo is the team's production assistant. Special thanks to executive producer of CNN Health, Ben Tinker, as well as Ashley Lusk, Courtney Coop, and Daniel Cantor from CNN Audio.